Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner. As always, I'm your host, Holly, and first off, I am super excited to be here. Second off, (laughs) happy Friday. Third off, thank you so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode and supporting the podcast. You guys are amazing out there in the hamster community, and it's just... It means so much to me, all the feedback that I get on the podcast and knowing that I've helped you guys out there or people who have been on the podcast have helped other people in the hamster community out there. This is just absolutely so amazing. So thank you so, so much for supporting this podcast, for sharing this podcast, for giving me ideas for this podcast and also for people who have taken it and ran with it. So that being said, (laughs) Cosmic Hamsters reached out to me a while back wanting to do an episode on chronic illnesses or disabilities and having hamsters. I was so excited to talk about this topic on the podcast and she was amazing and did some (laughs) talk-ins, which is, it's basically like a write-in where people send me messages to read off on the podcast, but instead of doing that, she is talking in her audio and then sent the audio to me where I edit it and put it into the podcast. And thank you so much, Cosmic Hamsters, for doing this and sharing a little bit about this topic because it's not really discussed in the hamster community, so I'm glad to be able to raise awareness about it and also help somebody out there that may be in the same boat. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and just play her audio and I will be back at the end of her discussion. But everybody give a warm welcome to Cosmic Hamsters. Hi, Cosmic Hamsters here. Ages ago, I asked Holly if I could do a bit for the podcast about being disabled or chronically ill and keeping hamsters, and she kindly said yes, so I finally got round to recording it. So here we go. So for people, if they don't know who I am, (laughs) I have a YouTube channel and I'm on Instagram, known as Cosmic Hamsters, but I also have a chronic illness, ME, some people might know as chronic fatigue syndrome. And what this means for me personally is that I have lack of strength, lack of energy. I have to break down chores into little sections, like 20 minutes max. I get dizzy and lightheaded when doing things. And generally, I just need help in the house and home. So how can I make this work for me and manage to keep hamsters? Well, I'm going to share with you. And hopefully this can apply to other people that have a disability or an illness. So first off, I want to say never take on more than what you can manage. And this might be a bit of a learning curve, but hopefully you'll get there. But there's absolutely no reason, if you can make it work for you, why you can't keep a hamster if you are disabled or chronically ill. I'm going to break this down into cages, 
supplies, cleaning and care and vets. So cages, this will be different for everybody but kind of think about what size cage you can manage, um, will you have to move it on your own, will you going to be able to manage to move it on your own, do you need help? So for some people this will mean that a barred cage will work better because it's collapsible and it'll be easier to move than say a big DIY cage or a tank cage. A barred cage may be more accessible for somebody. I know that I struggled with when I moved from just having one hamster to two hamsters I'd always had my first hamster's cage on a TV unit, wooden unit thing so it was quite low down. When I got the second hamster cage I put it up on top of a sideboard but I soon realised that I was having to stand up to that so until I could move it somewhere I got a chair and I was sat on the chair and then I got a low down coffee table and moved it onto the coffee table and that is what worked for me. After a while I also realised that with bad cages a lot of the bedding goes all over the place <laughs> so I have now moved more to like um, I think I've got a is it called a terrarium or something like that what's the word yeah terrarium style cage and I've also just made a DIY cage um, from the IKEA compliment so um, bedding now no longer goes all over the place so that is a big plus for me because cleaning and stuff doesn't happen for me <laughs> unless I've got help so yeah, work out what type of cage you think will work best for you. Will you have to move it on your own? Are you going to have help? What's access like for you? Does it have to have a front door? Can you access the cage from the top? Is that okay for you? And then another main thing is supplies. Where are you going to get supplies from? Because I am actually housebound. Um, so apart from hospital appointments and stuff, I don't manage to leave the house. It's very difficult for me. So I'm very reliant on businesses that I can purchase stuff from online. And these days, luckily, that is very common and it's something easy to do. But I imagine some places, if you live quite remotely, their access to stuff online might not work for you. So have a think about where you're going to get your bedding from, the food, hides, etc. Everything that you need for your hamster to be happy and live a good life. Then it's on to like cleaning and care of your hamster. So for me, I have to do all of this in, in sections. <laughs> um, if it's a deep clean of a cage, then I need help. If it's spot cleaning, then I'm okay. I also need help with removing the rubbish from the hamster room to the bins. Another thing to think about might be the size of the bedding substrate that you get. For example, can you lift it or do you need like a scoop to lift the bedding out with, which is kind of what I use. I have like a little plastic container just so I'm not lifting big heavy amounts of bedding. Another day-to-day -day thing to think about is what water source are you going to have for your hamster? So I always have two sources in case one fails. So I normally have two water bottles or a water bottle and a bowl. But my preferred choice is actually water bottles because I think they stay cleaner. You don't have to worry about the bedding falling into them. And also if it's not really hot weather, you can just change the water every other day rather than every day. So that could be like 
um, one less chore for you to have to do one day so you can save your energy. Lastly, I want to talk about vets. Obviously, you know, there's gonna, probably going to be a time comes when your hamster is going to need to go to the vets at some point. So for me, what I do, this is a big stress for me. I'll admit that. <laughs> I'm a very, I like to be in control. And when I can't take my hamsters to the vets, I get a bit thingy stressed about it all. But I have a list of people that are willing to take my hamster to the vets, willing to try and take me in my wheelchair and my hamster to the vets, willing to take the hamster to the vets if it has to be put to sleep because obviously not everybody is going to be able to deal with that and that is a big ask of people but so I have certain people that are happy doing certain things and that's fine by me and I'm very grateful for it so maybe ask your family and friends first how they would be willing to help you if you've got a hamster Ooh, and one other point I should mention is I also have care sheets taped to the side of each of my hamsters cages and this is in case I have to go to get hospitalised or become ill and I can't look after them properly and then everybody in my family needs to know what needs to happen to my hamsters i.e. what is their personality, can they be handled, do they just need to be left alone, how often does the water need changing, what food are they on, when do we need to be cleaned, that sort of thing. I also have the vets listed on that piece of paper as well and the emergency vets number. So I hope this gives people a, an idea of what they should be thinking about if they are disabled or chronically ill and are wanting a hamster or maybe some of the tips can help people that already have a hamster and they are disabled or chronically ill or maybe somebody just gets temporarily ill and they're wondering how they're going to care about for their hamster. I did just want to say that I think it's very important that people with chronic illnesses or disabilities aren't put off from having a hamster or any other pet really as long as they can make it work for themselves and the hamster or the other animal that they are wishing to look after. Lots of people with chronic illnesses and disabilities have to make things work for them, um, have to adapt things and it's no different to giving a home to a hamster. You can make it work, you've just got to work out what that is for you and I just want to say a big thanks to Holly for letting me use her podcast to talk about this thanks Holly hi this is Cosplay Campsters here as an ambassador for small pet rodent awareness week aka Sproar I've just popped in to let you all know that Sproar is taking place this year from the 19th to 25th of September Sproar is dedicated to improving the health and welfare of smaller rodents across the UK and Ireland there will be a day for chinchillas, mice, gerbils, rats, dagoos, but most importantly, hamsters will be on Monday the 19th of September. Make sure you are following Sproar on all their different social media platforms as there will be giveaways or competitions going on every day and you wouldn't want to miss out on that. Also, this year's theme is Awesome Environments and I will be showing some case setups I have done over the years over on the Sproar YouTube channel. So make sure you look out for that too. Big thanks to Holly for letting me talk about this on her awesome podcast. Thanks, Holly. All right. So I just wanted to correct a little thing that Cosmic Hamsters did send to me after the fact of her recording this audio about Sprawl, Small Pet Rodent Awareness Week, that it is 
pushed back a date because the recognition of Queen Elizabeth's funeral is on the 19th of September. So Spra will now run from Tuesday, September 20th to Monday, September 26th. So Hamster Day will be Sunday, the 25th of September. So just wanted to let you guys know that the date that she had put in there originally got pushed back because of Queen Elizabeth's funeral services. Okay, thank you so much Cosmic Hamsters for coming on and sending me these audios and talking about this topic. I have not heard anybody really to talk about this or discuss this topic, so thank you for spreading that awareness and being open to talking about this topic on the podcast and thank you for letting me share it as well. I appreciate it so much and I hope that it does help at least one person out there in the hamster community. That is all that this is about is sharing information, helping each other out, supporting each other, and raising awareness on proper hamster care and helping people out with tips and advice and things like that. So I appreciate it so much that you're willing to share that with us. Okay, (laughs) now let's get into the lovely, the always, Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week is... It's okay to ask for help when caring for a hamster or any pet. People have things that go on in their lives and people have challenges that go on in their lives as well. But sometimes you just can't do it all and that's okay. It's okay to ask for help and support during those times that you do need it. Doesn't mean you're weak. Doesn't mean you can't handle it on your own. Just know that There's no harm, there's no shame in asking for support or help when it comes to caring for a pet. Okay, (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys got something out of this week's episode. If you did, go ahead and send me a message or send Cosmic Hamsters a message and spread the love and support. I love hearing from you guys out there in the community and hearing your stories and sharing those on the podcast. You guys are amazing out there. So if you ever want to come on the podcast or send a ride in or talk in like Cosmic Hamsters, just let me know. Don't be afraid to send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram or send me an email at thehappyhamstercorner at gmail.com and I would love to have you on. And if you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend, like it, subscribe, read it, review, all that jazz, and also be on the lookout for Cosmic Hamsters YouTube channel. If you have not checked it out before, go ahead and check it out. I will have it linked in the show notes of this episode or give her a follow on Instagram, She makes some of the cutest cages (laughs) I've ever seen from themed cages to just adorable hamster pictures and videos. So 
go spread the love and I think that's it but I will see you all next Friday for another episode but first and of course as always have a happy one guys okay (laughs) but that is still so exciting